Hello, greetings, and good day. My name is Keith Gallo, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Pop Up Filmcasts. Oh man, that that feels good. It feels really natural, just like riding a bike. I fell off my bike a lot as a child, so maybe maybe not. Anyway, for the longtime listener, you know what the deal is. For those of you that are new to the show, let's recap. In October 2017, along with the co-host with the most, Derek, we launched a pop-up film cast, a little show where we drafted movies for a theme and created a pop-up film fest. Somewhere in the summer of 2018, a box appeared on my doorstop claiming to be from the Blue Bunny Ice Cream Company as part of a giveaway promotion. Turns out it was not filled with ice cream. In fact, it was never technically filled since it was bottomless. Also, it seems it was magical, powered by the fates, a.k.a. the Witches of Destiny. And with their great power, they shunned the great responsibility part and instead bestowed Derek and myself with the greatest cinematic collection curated as only mythical witches could do. So, season two of our podcast rolled out a bit differently. We gathered friends, old and new, to watch these movies that I pulled from the box each week. We even found a TV show once, but more about that in the future. Overall, Derek, myself, and others watched and reviewed approximately 300-plus films, and now, much as the fates before us, I am shunning the great responsibility side of the coin by breathing life back into those episodes one movie at a time. Via this show, you are now listening to Pop-Up Filmcast Reanimated. This week, we are kicking off with an episode from March 17, 2020. Now, while it was a weird time with the pandemic, Pop-Up Filmcast seemed to hit a bit of a stride in the first half of 2020. An amazing group of guests, some really great movies, made for what I found to be our strongest run in the show's near four-year run. One of those guests was Bernie Rao. Bernie is the writer and director of Killer Sofa, a crazy and at times comical horror film about a killer sofa, pretty much right right on point. It was a bit surreal having an actual director join us on the show, uh, but Bernie was a fun guest. Uh, would have loved to have had him back on again. He even gave us permission to do our own separate table read of Killer Sofa, which we will have in here in the feed a bit further down the road. Being that spooky season is just kicking off, I highly recommend giving Killer Sofa a watch. Uh, it's probably on Amazon Prime or one of those other ones. Easy to find. The topic that week was documentaries, and Derek presented us with one of the all-time classic movies, we got Steph Curry. We got a cat. We have a medium. I, I can say no more. Uh, give it a listen right now. Here's Pop-Up Filmcast Reanimated number one, The Shooter's Cat. It's the Pop-Up Filmcast. Derek, I usually send you the, the best movie of the lot. Always. Always, yeah. yeah. Uh, what did uh, I sent you? Uh, the Shooter's Cat? You sent me the shooter's cat, and at first I was like psyched. I'm like, oh my god! I thought it was that um, that new documentary on Netflix. What is it like? Don't fuck my cat or something like that. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember what it's called, but I thought that's what it was, and it wasn't. Um, so I put it in, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, Keith, you're a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. Who's been one of the best basketball players of the last, I don't know, ten years? Uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, exactly. So this... I won't say movie, LeBron because I, I don't like to do that. I know so, you don't like LeBron. Yeah. Well, Steph Curry is known for his long-range jump shots. Mm-hmm. His, all of his shots he takes. and 
and makes and all this kind of good stuff, right? This movie starts out. Did you know that Steph Curry is a big cat lover? I did not. I did not. He is a man golf lover. It's, it's what? He's a, a big golf fan, mini golf fan. He did that show well, on okay. TV, but I did well, not know cats. He's a big cat lover, uh, a basketball shooter, big cat lover. He's got a he's got a Maine Coon. His name is Mister Jinx, and he called he he says it is his good luck charm. And so the movie <laughs> there, the documentary starts with him shooting three pointers, him talking about his cat. Uh, their show is cat. His cat's doing stuff. So what he does is he thinks he's positive that his cat is something special. It comes from some long line of great cats. So he does one of those DNA tests, like an ancestry.com for cats. Um, so he does, right? And he gets this information back. And so this is where the adventure begins. It's not just all about Steph Curry and his cat. It's about Steph Curry, his cat, and then Steph Curry finding out where his cat comes from as they go back and uh, in time or whatever, right? So well, they don't. <laughs> well, they don't. They don't travel in time, but they do investigate going back in time, right? The the proverbial back in time by yeah. doing research. Uh, so anyway, this cat turns out is descended from a cat that was in Lexington, Massachusetts, in 1775, when the first shots of the Revolutionary War, America's Revolutionary War, happened. Right. So this cat was a, a, an alley cat or whatever that existed uh, that was then in Lexington, Massachusetts, 1775. So the first shots of the Revolutionary War happened. And then so they do a little, you know, a story about this cat, the, what they assumed this cat had done. And this cat had led to like a pretty marvelous life of, of stealing pickles i don't i don't know why but there's like pickle barrels and the cat steals pickles it's an alley cat like all the kids love this cat well this cat had kids and blah 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 so on and so forth and steph curry's all excited about this so he goes to lexington massachusetts with his cat um and they they go and they they check out the 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 first the site of the first shots of the, where the Revolutionary War began, he lets Mister Jinx walk around, uh, and like they could bring in one of those cat psychics, like a cat whisperer or whatever, to, to try to find out what Mister Jinx is experiencing and talking about or meowing about. Uh, there is, you know, this uh, this weird old woman Esmeralda J. Uh, Esmeralda J. She's just a psychic, talking to the cat, talking about what the cat did, stealing pickles. That's what I learned about the stealing pickles. Uh, so you know, I talked about all this stuff, and so Steph Curry's stoked. He's got a cat that has ties to the Revolutionary War somehow. It's his good luck. And then they cut to uh, the finals where LeBron came back uh, and th- they won uh, after being down three nothing. Right. So the so Steph Curry's upset, uh, and then he finds out more about his cat uh, in the off season. He's trying to take his mind off of uh, the the loss in the finals and trying to figure out why his good luck charm, Mister Jinx, wasn't good luck for him. And then he finds out, you know, between Lexington, Massachusetts, seventeen seventy five Revolutionary War, and you know, whenever that was, two thousand seventeen. Um. There was another cat in this lineage, and it uh, was another alley cat that happened to take up 
you know, uh, uh, quarters or was taken in by, was fed by and taken in by, was astray uh, by Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, so th- this this is the cat, another Maine Coon that was named Captain Longshanks. Uh, so like another tie to the Revolutionary War. Uh, so anyway, or is Longshanks? It doesn't matter. Uh, so Captain Longshanks was taken in by Lee Harvey Oswald. It was found at Lee Harvey Oswald's uh, apartment or house or whatever uh, after he was arrested. Uh, and so Steph Curry once again goes to uh, the book depository uh, in Dallas, Texas. Brings Mr. Jinx, brings the psychic, gets another psychic, a Texas psychic, psychic uh, Captain J. Dallas. That's what he goes by. <laughs> Lots of J's. Um, he talks to the cat, Esmeralda J. talks to the cat. Um, they try to find out whatever they can about um, was Lee Harvey Oswald uh, the lone shooter in the Kennedy assassination? Uh it's inconclusive, but they did show the Zapruder film a few times trying to find if there was a cat in the background and there wasn't. Um, and then so Steph Curry goes back and the the, the film ends uh, with him getting ready for the next season of basketball with the Golden State Warriors uh, and his cat, Mr. Jinx. And that was the shooter's cat. I, I will say not since uh, Hoop Dreams, Derek, have I, have I had a watch a basketball documentary that I've liked as much. Me too. Mm-hmm. I can well, tell. the basketball is, is very minimal. Like they kind of bookend it with a basketball mm-hmm. to get you hooked. But who knew that Steph Curry was this big of a cat guy and like a history buff. I love this documentary. I thought I was not going to like it because I don't know much about basketball and Steph Curry. I was like, oh, this is going to be a documentary about basketball. But when things go insane with Mr. Jinx, I mean, I just loved it, you know, and I loved it. How they shot, like, Mr. Jinx. I don't know what kind of lens they used, but it's just, it's, it's like you're there with the cat, you know? And mm-hmm. you see from the point of view of the cat when Esmeralda is talking to the cat. Remember when she she touches her nose in, in the nose's cat, in the cat's mm-hmm. noses? And you see her <laughs> face there, and you, like, you imagine you are the cat, you know? like, And uh, it's just... Uh, I mean, it's amazing. I loved everything about you know all the scenes with Esmeralda and the, and, and the cat, especially when people come and t- touch the Mister Jinx's paws, like uh, like they're trying to, I don't know, like trying to connect with the cat. And um, I just loved it, man. I just loved it. And the big second plot point when they they connect with JFK and all that. I mean, it's 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 insane. But um, mm-hmm. every scene with Esmeralda J, she steals she every scene show, that man. she's in. I was worried that they weren't going to bring her with to uh, to Texas uh, when when Captain Jay was there first. Yeah. I was a little worried, but then she shows up. You know, she gets off the plane with with uh, Mister Jinx and stuff. Oh man! And and, and I, I felt a lot better than that because she really had a connection with the cat. Yeah, yeah. I think you know who she reminded me of the uh, psychic from the Exorcist, not the Exorcist, um, Poltergeist. Yeah, uh, the little oh, lady yeah. that comes in to find the kid in the wall. Right, her exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the speech she gives uh, when they come out of the airplane, remember, when they go into a corner and she just talks to, it's just her, the cat, Mr. Jinx, and she's talking to us. I mean, it's amazing, man. That, that woman is is really, I was just watching the documentary again just to see her scenes. 
just to watch. Yeah, we thing. should do a documentary about her. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought as well. Uh, maybe. Now, now, Derek, did you say they used Ancestry.com or did they use 23andMeow? <laughs> it might have been paid for by 23andMeow, for all I know. Yeah. At the point when, when like, they lose to LeBron, they come back, I was worried that they were that like they were going to show Steph Curry go home and, and find that like Mr. Jinx had died, mm, and yeah, then that was what was going to happen. So I was I was so happy that they did have that uh, whole second storyline. I thought that I saw a Cat run across the road very quickly, um, but when they when they slowed it down, you could tell it was more like a shadow of like a bird flying over or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But yeah I mean it. I follow you, especially when they make that scene where, the, like, Mr. Jinx starts acting a bit weird, and then they say, oh, he might be sick, and then, you know, the music kicks in, he's a bit sick, and then he comes, he wakes up, and Stephen, you know, is all, all happy because Mr. Jinx has, hasn't been, you know, so cheerful for a while, uh, you know, and I think, oh, man, he's going to die. But then, no, they just... Keep going. I guess it's a slice of life in Mr. Jinx's life, right? Mm-hmm. Just that's how cats are. Yep. Yeah. I'm very curious if uh, if anybody would would be able to go back uh, over Steph's career and track his like highs and lows uh, and see how they tied into to Mr. Jinx's uh, mm-hmm. mood at the same time. Oh. They never say how old Mr. Jinx is, but he looks quite old. He looks like an old cat. Yeah, like cats old can cat. get up there like nineteen years, maybe. Yeah. How, how long? How long has Steph Curry been in the league now? Like, I don't know. Twelve, thirteen years, something like that. Something. Yeah, we probably got him early in his career, and he'll be around till he retires easily, hopefully. Yeah. I, I feel but, that could be a sequel to this movie. Like, you know, I, I wanted to know more, but uh, I'm surprised uh, uh, that this just got a documentary and not a reality show. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. After okay. after watching that mini golf show that he had on on TV, I, he seems to have the type of pull that he could have gotten a, a cat based reality show uh, along mm-hmm. with uh, Esmeralda J. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Esmeralda J can have a show. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if TLC had a show with her coming up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the yep. History Channel. Yeah. Uh, where uh, she's uh, just talking to various animals, just cats. Uh, yeah, trying to get the history of the, whatever the cat's lineage, yeah. like stealing pickles or whatever. Mm. Yeah, True. Cats, eat, cats eating pickles. That seems like a weird thing, but I guess whatever to get by back in those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, Derek, how many uh, how many pickles are you giving this one? Oh, at, at least six. Six pickles. Okay. And how many shooters? Shooters? Uh, oh. How many, how many uh, shooters on the grassy knoll? Oh, uh, at least six. Oh, so six there too. Okay. I'm just mm-hmm. going with each of the timelines that we mm-hmm. have here. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, of, of course, uh, six un, uncontested threes. So for a total of 18 shots, whatever, I don't know. 18 out of 18 is what I give this one. Okay. But we got it broken down uh, there, so. Kind mm-hmm. of, uh, kind of like Bernie broke down the Grand Ray into two different, uh, two different scores. There, you have broken it down over three, but we're adding it up to a, a full eighteen. Full eighteen. Nice, nice. Okay. Divided by three gives you six. <clears throat> it does. So either way, a, a very high score on yeah. our normal meter. 
think you give all Christmas movies a seven, right, Derek? So I did. A, yeah, this isn't a Christmas movie, so it couldn't get that. But uh, other than that, this is pretty high, pretty high praise from you. Well, it depends on what the scale is. <clears throat> I mean, this is out of six, right? Out of, out, of out, of, out of 18 divided by three, yeah. Yeah. That's also an interesting scale there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, uh, the scale is zero to 20. What's the... What's the... I've, My what? scale this time was zero to six. Zero to six? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, yep, yep. But whatever, uh, whatever you feel the appropriate amount of a scale is oh. uh, for these type of things, it changes. It changes. Mm-hmm. We've had one one infinity gauntlet. We've had sixty nine out of four twenty. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever done, we, I don't think we've ever done that one. I uh, did too. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah, I think somebody online. I think Toph uh, figured out what that percentage was. <laughs> That's not a very good percentage, but it, it's also a good. It's also a good rating as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. All right, well, uh, folks, you, know, you have to dig around. YouTube, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, everybody's got all these documentaries floating around. Dig around, you will find them. Uh, the Magical Empire, which was about the alleged uh, potential uh, gigantic theme park that was going to be built outside of uh, Rome. Or you have the Grand Ray, which is the uh, tragic and heartbreaking story of Sean Baker and and his attempts to, to find this giant stingray or, or potentially, I guess the, the Loch Ness monster as well. And finally, uh, the shooter's cat all about Steph Curry's cat, Mr. Jinx and his long lineage. And of course the, the fantastic Esmeralda J. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so three, three good movies. And you know what? Most documentaries don't take up too much time. They're usually, uh, you know, the cap out about an hour and a half at the most. Derek, how long was uh, shooter's cat? 88 minutes. Ah, that's that's easy. That's easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Quick, quick watch for for everyone. You can go ahead and, uh, and catch all three of these, uh, just in probably in like one afternoon when it's raining out or something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to rain here. So it's supposed to rain here a lot this next week. So yeah, I'm laid up. I could easily watch all, all three of these. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Bernie Rao, writer and director of Killer Sofa. Thank you again, sir, for. Uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule, you said you're making uh, another movie. Um, it's me or the dog, yeah, and uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of other projects in the oven. Uh, All right, busy, busy, busy man. There, we appreciate that you found time to to watch some of the movies we sent. Thank you, uh, and then come on, uh, come on to the show as well. Yeah. Uh, what besides uh, you know things that are currently made? What what else do you have to plug for us here today? Uh, me, right now. Yeah. Um. A plug like uh, oh I haven't thought oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, De- uh, Derek, you said Killer Self was on uh, Amazon Prime now, right? It's oh, on Amazon right. Prime. Okay, we. I rented it on Fandango. Where did you guys watch it? Fandango or Amazon? Mm-hmm. Prime? Yeah, I rented it on Fandango. Okay, it's also on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime and it's everywhere. You know, like uh, um, VOD, video on demand, per- perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, we sold already 14 territories, so it will be, you know, if people from outside the States are listening to this, you know, Russia, Brazil, Spain, UK, so it's everywhere. And, of course, there's also the pirated versions, which are, you know, everywhere as well. <laughs> but uh, are, are you hoping uh, are, are you hoping for the uh, the highest praise, and that is a, uh, 
a porn parody of this? Uh, is oh, it... man, I would love it. I don't know. <laughs> the filler sofa? The filler sofa. <laughs> <laughs> the non-censored uh, version. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if we, mm-hmm. people can watch it, please watch it and give it a good review if you can. Uh, give it a bad review if you if you must. But uh, it's fine. You know, fine by yeah. me. I've actually recommended to to a handful of uh, people that I know enjoy horror films that yeah. I think they would enjoy that. At worst, everyone's going to enjoy the cute, cuddly uh, recliner staring over the balcony down at. at I people. think so, man. man it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> that's the winning it's shot. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for yeah, watching. You just, and- just want to yeah. hug him. You just want to hug him. Yeah. Uh, so thank yeah. you for inviting me and uh, man it was a pleasure coming on the show I love your show and yeah hopefully I can come again later in the future with uh, another film and we can discuss yeah. some new some obscure films that you guys yeah, have 100%, 100% we will we will dig up uh, we'll dig up some more obscure things that we have a never ending uh, supply of the obscure here yeah cool uh, speaking of things that are never ending and obscure Derek thank you yeah, thanks, Keith. Thank you for coming back uh, again this week on Always. the show. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you for time to watch the movies. You are a mm-hmm. busy, busy man all the time. I am, yes. Do you have any, uh, any – is there anything going on lately? Yeah, you got well, any, I, I, I'm training to swim the English Channel I, if that's I, not enough for you, Well, Keith. I mean, that, that's your hobby time, but like uh, as your, oh, your business yeah, adventure. That, yeah, that's like my number else? three. Uh, my number one's family, number two's – well, maybe number one's pop up film cast, number two's family, oh, well. number three's swimming the English Channel, and then number four, like I gotta have that side hustle. So I pay have, for the training for the English Channel, right? Yeah, yeah. I am. I've been pulling a rickshaw uh, all over town, uh, hmm. transporting people here and there. Um, it, it's kind of like a Uber Eats, but with a rickshaw. Um, I got I got Gary in the back, and he I I pull Gary to the restaurants. He runs in and gets stuff. Uh, he gets back in the rickshaw, and then we run to somebody's house. Uh, it's a, There's an app. It's uh, rickshaweaton.com um, is where you can find it. Um, is it, the is app. it rickshaw eating with Gary or with Derek? Oh, no, it's just – well, yeah, it's with Gary and Derek, but – we gotta, we gotta, we gotta actually concise URL this time. It's rickshaweaton.com, uh, and then slash with Gary and Derek. With rickshaweaton.com is actually, uh, it's like one of those redirects and it takes you right to porn. So if you go rickshaweaton.com <laughs> slash with Gary and Derek, uh, that'll take you to the site. So we we can download the app from that, and then you can order. Uh, all you gotta do is you gotta put down a hundred dollars into the app you know you gotta it it's a long process but we will we're the only app right now that's delivering food to you via rickshaw do you, do you deliver all types of, do you only have certain restaurants you work with or is it wherever no, we, we, we have a 40 mile radius that we'll go to um, <laughs> so so oh. if you know if you're hungry if you want barbecue and it's across town we'll go get barbecue and we'll make several stops too so we can get barbecue we can pick up chinese we can pick up mcdonald's we can stop at the 7-eleven and get a, you know a slurpee if that's what you want whatever oh. and uh yeah yeah and this is probably really good for your uh your swim training then too right your legs gotta be super strong by now 
Oh God, they're like they're like tree trunks right now, Keith. They're so big and thick and strong. Uh, but yeah, you know, and, and oh, not to mention my grip. I I can crush a rock in my bare hands because I got to hold that rickshaw the entire time. You so and I'm Gary just, never switch off or anything, right? No, so you, never. Yeah. No, never. G- Gary is far too weak. Um, mm-hmm. well, uh, I mean, he's 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 just an enormous man, and uh, he can't pull a rickshaw that fast. So. <laughs> I I pull him around and he goes in and gets the stuff. He's he's got the the higher limit on his credit card than I do, so he's ah. able to charge things. Brings it back to the rickshaw in like in one of those little red igloo coolers, and then uh, you know we run it run it to wherever. Right, and yeah. do you have a time limit that you have to get into people? Like it's uh, like Domino's or no heavens no. Now um, we recommend that if you want breakfast, you order now. So whenever you're listening to this, if you want breakfast tomorrow, order it now. Um, and Rickshaw Eats with Gary and Derek will get it there to you. And all, do you need only one, cust- one, one customer at a time, or will you pick up and, and drop off at separate places as you go? Or We are hoping to add a second Rickshaw. We have to, well, we're auditioning new uh, additional Derek and Gary's. Um, so... You know, uh, it's an open casting call the, this Saturday uh, in Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee at the Hilton. We will be casting a new Derek and a new Gary to run the second rickshaw around. Anything that besides having some good grip and leg strength, anything else that, that you recommend people make sure bring they it, have before bring they even a bother? Shot, um, uh, at, at least uh, some previous uh, theater experience or tap. Tap dance, yeah. Okay. And also, and also, be open to uh, getting any kind of uh, uh, facial enhancement surgery. Look more like either you or Gary, right? Oh well, yeah. So we have masks made up, so you don't have oh. to like. You just wear a mask. Okay. Um, good, good, good. It's a, it's a really tight fitting latex mask that you have to run <laughs> while pulling a rickshaw. Um, but yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I, yeah. Bernie, it, this is the hardest working man right here. Yeah, was... so many, so many side hustles, <laughs> plus the plus the new swimming hobby, yeah. and he's now he is now uh, a Roman Empire uh, stand right now as yeah, well. I so I, he is. <laughs> I'm just getting everything Roman right yeah. now. You don't it, sleep, man. Wrestling, it's, yeah, work, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when he finds time time to sleep. So uh, it's. Uh, but Derek, thank you very much again. It, it's amazing. Everyone, go ahead and go to uh, rickshaweats.com. I almost your... said I almost said eating rickshaw, but uh, <laughs> yeah, rickshaw. That rickshaw isn't even a redirect. That's just straight up porn. Eating rickshaw. <laughs> rickshaweats.com was a redirect to porn. But if you do rickshaweats.com/slash with Gary and Derek, that'll get you. Oh, Pop-Up Filmcast Reanimated was edited at the Pop-Up oh, Film oh, Studios and is a that was great, wasn't it? production broadcast is in partnership with the Podfix network pop-up reanimated is executive produced by myself keith gala and the co-host with the most Derek glasscock music for the show provided by the dr trey of kansas terry vicroy the show is sponsored by the monster hunters go to www.monsterhunters.com to learn more about three guys rewatching a near 60 year old tv show about a frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family we'll be back again in two weeks with another pop-up film classic until then i said good day